Enjoy this flyover clip. You know, the show, what we do is we examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. And we're going to examine some culture tonight with you. And we're really looking forward to this. There is a song that has become very popular. It actually came out in 1971, but it is played over and over again. I mean, we saw it around 9-11. Anytime uh, there's any kind of situation that's happening in the world, the song comes out. You hear a lot of famous people sing this song. Uh, it's one that when you see reviews of the song, when people do reactions of the song, it's always really good. But I, I, I couldn't personally find a bad one. No. Everybody universally loves this song. And it's by a band, you know, by songwriters that we've enjoyed and appreciated. I'm going to tell you, it's a well-crafted song, catchy melody, catchy hook. Very, very good. But I'm, I'm going to I'm going to say as a lead in, it might be one of the most destructive songs in the history of man. I personally have, have labeled it, and I've said this for years with our family kids. It's the worst song ever written. And uh, so I'm anxious to, to, for you guys to hear our reasons why. But if you've not heard the song in a while. Yep, we're going to go ahead and play it for you. And then we're going to come back and kind of break down the lyrics and go through why we think this is really bad, but also some things you maybe not never thought of when this song came out in 1971. So let's watch this video. Imagine there's no country, it's hard to do, nothing to 
communists of the world unite and cheer. <laughs> uh, you know, um, things rarely happen in a vacuum. So I'm going to kind of back up our statements if I offended some of you. I know a lot of you are singing. You're like, they played this at my graduation and whatever. Oh, it, I mean, if you don't hear the lyrics, you don't really recognize what they're saying. I mean, the song is beautiful. And, and so, it, you know, a cat turd stuck into a gourmet dish does not make the dish great. Nope. And it's a bad dish, regardless of how good it is. You have the best pizza in the whole world, one piece of cat poop on it. It's like, that's not good. Yep. And so that, that's kind of where I want to go with this a little bit. But things rarely happen in, in just a vacuum in and of themselves. Usually when you find out, you're like, oh, well, that's connected to this. And this is connected to that. And this kind of happened at, at once. And we're coming up on a two-year anniversary of doing this show. And, and you know, you kind of you, you chisel on something for a little bit and you find out, oh, well, that that company, that's actually owned by mm-hmm. by BlackRock. And oh, well, this Imagine is that. and you kind of trace things around it. They they kind of end up coming up to just a few people. Uh uh the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a certain number of characters, you know, that the, the Bill not, Gates always comes Bill around. Bill Gates kind of wibbles mm-hmm. up there, George Soros kind yep. of comes up into there. Um, there's, there's always a little bit of, um, you know, you know, you know, you start, you think this thing's isolated. You're like, oh, well the, the Nazis didn't end with world war two. They just relocated right. and, and, and they're just still kind of continuing some of their plans. And so you're like, oh, this is interesting. Didn't know this, didn't know that. And so, um, when, when you look at this song, you think, well, when did it come out? And when was it released? And 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 when you trace these things up, it really is, in my opinion, a very clear deal between good and evil. Yep. Um, there's there's like the God agenda and there's a Satan agenda. And this goes back to the Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. the Tower of Babel, you know, Cain and Abel, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 narrative, the, the characters kind of change, but there's 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 this choice of of men having free will, and there's this manipulation by we say by the devil or demonic forces or whatever, trying to destroy what God created and break up, break up the family, destroy yeah, life it's itself. It's interesting how arts and entertainment a lot of times is used. Music is used during the things. And of course, you know, Satan, he was the head musician. He was the one. And so a lot of times they do use things like music Absolutely. to move us emotionally and not even to realize what we're listening to, what we're hearing and what we're absorbing. And get you to agree with something that you would never agree with if it was just said. Right, but boy, it's with a catchy hook, and you're like, you know, some, you know, you'll you ever hear a song that was popular when you were in high school, and you're like, oh my gosh, that is that's terrible. You know, I can't believe it. Because it's just different. You're just like, oh, it's a catchy mm-hmm. beat. Never thought much of it. And then you kind of listen to the lyrics later, and you're like, oh my goodness, that's that is. Uh, I don't want my kids to hear that song. Exactly, or ever know that I listened to that song. We had to deal with our kids when they were in high school. There was one particular rap song our son liked, and uh, it was popular at the time. And and uh, I was listening to it, and I I said, okay. I don't have a problem with you hearing this song, but what I would like you to do is to print off the lyrics. And I want you to read them at dinner tonight. And in some of those sexual situations and innuendos, you're probably going to have to diagram that and break it down uh, for for mom because uh, I'm not sure that she's ever heard of that before. You know, and it's like I'll pass. Yeah, she, I'll, he goes. I don't need to listen to that song. Then I'll, I'll pass. I don't, I'll pass. It's a little graphic. And so, um, <laughs> so I want to hit this a little bit. But but in 1971 this song was released. And you look at the agendas, if you were to trace a timeline from then till now, and you look at what what was resisted and pushed and would have been considered absurd uh, in 1971, the world has changed more mm-hmm. in, in, in our lifetime, in that situation from 1971 till now than probably it had for thousands of years previous. Um, the amount of technology, the amount yep. of... of of somewhat advancements, but the, but the change in social norms, mm-hmm. 
um, have, have changed dramatically. And there was a lot of things that all started in 1971. This song was released, and I would consider it sort of the soundtrack for this revolution that's taken place in the world. Another thing that started in 1971 was the World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab. So obviously we've heard a lot about that over these last couple of years, but this is somebody that's influenced people that are all across our world, you know, whether it be in Canada or the United States or Australia, you name it, he's been an influencer to a lot of countries. Um and he got to always look like that. The guy was never, yeah. never really young. <laughs> he, he looked old in 1971. Yep. Uh, same kind of, same kind of character. But he, he, he's written a book called The Great Reset. And he's coined this phrase, you will own nothing and be happy. You will own nothing. Hold on to that because we're going to come happy. back so to that. We're going to come back to yep. Klausi Schwab here. Um uh, a legalized abortion started around that same time with Roe v. Wade. Obviously, 1973, it fully went through, but 1971, that was the start of it. Um, it's a big deal because we, as a nation, came into agreement with the blood sacrifice of, of, mm-hmm. of killing our own uh, children. And it, and it went from rare and necessary to as much as possible to even after birth outside the womb uh, is where it is now, I think. 12, 28 days yep. is where they're pushing. So like that all was kicked in uh, in 1971. Here's another interesting one that you don't hear very much about, but the Pope's auditorium, it actually looks like a serpent. Uh, that was also constructed in 1971. Look at the fangs. It's also, called the, 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 it's also called the Serpent's Auditorium. Is, yeah. it, is, is, is referenced as that a lot. Um, very demonic very demonic looking mm-hmm. when you go back to that other picture there with the windows there's no way to look at other than like that's a serpent's head with the eyes on the left and the right and the kind of the dome of it is the is the skull with the two fangs coming down there in the front and it's like hmm i don't i don't know what the thought was behind designing this auditorium nope. uh to look that way but it just seems odd it was 1971 where mm-hmm. we're, where we're uh moving uh towards a a, this 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 new world order movement that kind of began of of also you know with the blood sacrifice of children yep. but and it then, doesn't really work if you don't have economic destruction as well that can't happen in a day but if you're going to destroy a superpower you got to destroy its super currency and that's what happened we were taken off the gold standard in 1971 we were no longer backed by gold in 1971 that everything changed and uh you know it's it's look back and like, well, I used to make 25 cents an hour, you know, or whatever, <laughs> and all these kind of things, you know, you look at the the, the changes mm. in, in what things cost and what it takes. We are now in, in, a, in, a, in a place because of that, where the, the average earnings and the gap between that and the price of a home, um, it, it, we've never been as broke mm-hmm. as a nation, as a people, as we are now. Um, but we have a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm but no extra money. You know, more people are paycheck to paycheck than ever before with less in reserves, less in savings. There's a lot of other things began Disney in there. Disney theme park opened in 1971. Wow. That, that, that was now big. Now we're finding out a lot more around that. Disney's agenda and how it kind of mm-hmm. tied together. The UN designated Earth Day. So you saw your first ever, uh, uh, you know, kind of graphically created blue marble. Mm-hmm. Um you know, there are no pictures of the earth in full, but they, you know, have been painting those ever since and and creating this agenda that moved us towards the Green New Deal. And the earth sort of moved into this mm-hmm. deity position, almost like a Roman god 
in our uh, culture because of that. Talk about uh, uh, Starbucks, 1971. 1971. And a huge uh, proponent of abortion, even helping people in that process. They still match dollar for dollar, and every single yep. cup has a, a, a demonic deity on the on the cup. And so, I don't know uh, if you guys have heard of this one. There's a book called Rules for Radicals. Rules was, for Radicals. It was first published in 1971. 1971. Nice ad there. We didn't have, yes, have that on the list. Thank you, producer Colton. Um, Rules for Radicals. Um, dedicated to Satan himself is yep. in is in the forward. Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama both uh, quote it often and mm-hmm. uh, um, credit their success uh, yep. to a book that is dedicated to Satan. Uh, Gloria Steinem, uh, you know, the, the second wave feminism, uh, nineteen seventy one was her big uh, speech and kind of coming out there as well was Even a big movement in there. Being used today in some lyrics of songs, Jennifer Lopez has used some of the lyrics from her speech in nineteen seventy one in some of her songs in one of her songs today. So kind of an interesting spin to that as well. So when you trace that all back, it's like, oh, it's like if you ever hear somebody tell their story, maybe of where they lost a business or went through a divorce. And it's like, it didn't happen in a day, but you trace it back. It's like, oh, when, when this happened, we, this, we stopped doing this and we stopped doing that. And this like in retrospect, sometimes you can trace things back. It's like, oh, you know, that was kind of the beginning of what got us here because it's kind of like boiling a frog. You can't do it in a minute, but the frog doesn't jump out. If you do it slowly over a period of time mm-hmm. and you introduce that, that's a clever lyric. And I would, I, I would never like that if it was in a poem, but it's a great song. Right. And, and you know, so, so these things happen. So let's go to this song real quick. We just wanted to give you that kind of context yeah. because I'm a firm believer at 1971, there was something happening mm-hmm. where every different lever of society shifted uh, and 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 there was an agenda kicked in that we're now seeing the fruit of in a rapidly increasing uh, way. Yeah, this didn't just start yesterday. So let's talk about even the first verse of this song. Uh, imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. No hell below us, above us only sky. Imagine all the people living for today. Now, I, I'd like to quote Robin Bullock because he always points out, when God looks up, God sees nothing. There's nobody above God. Um if you have a humanist agenda and, and your your goal is to make to make yourself God, the God of the Bible, the God yeah. of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob kind of gets in the way of that idea mm-hmm. a little bit. He throws a wrinkle into your plans. And so the first thing you got to do, there's 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 three big pillars in this song, and this is pillar number one. You have to remove God. God yeah. has got to be out of the picture. We can never go to a one-world government. We can never totally make you have nothing and be happy. We can never make you that financially broken, mm-hmm. destroy your currency, destroy your families, uh, make us so few men are home where that men want to be women. We can never destroy the identities of yep. human beings themselves without getting rid of God. We can't have them realizing on a daily basis they're made in the image of God. They were created in his likeness. Mm-hmm. They were created to worship God. This instinctive thing that we have in every culture to, to worship, worship. To, to recognize something greater than ourselves. Yep. The fundamental principle of the 12-step program working is first of all, you gotta recognize there's something bigger than you outside of you. And and it, it's very hard to have the government be the God. Yes. If, if, if there is really a is a God and he has an opinion yep. about the ways of man. And that he gave you your rights, not the government. That's you, just a big part. And of course, they got to get rid of hell because if there is no God, there cannot be a hell. But 
Satan doesn't care if they do that. If you think there's, he exists or not, mm. he'd actually prefer you don't think he exists, that there's actually nothing. That would be his preference. The, the greatest blow that Satan's had towards uh, the American church is really eliminating the idea of Satan or making him a cartoon character. Yep. Uh, there really is no uh, uh, other player in, mm-hmm. in, involved. There's no consequence. There is no hell. So that's the first pillar we wanted to talk about. We really wanted to point out in this song. And these, have, really these dominoes to have to fall in this order. You cannot mm-hmm. move on to the other ones out of sequence. You have to first remove God from the schools, remove the Ten Commandments from the schools. You got to yep. remove God Prayer. from culture. Mm-hmm. And again, we're covering this because culture is upstream from policy. So now we're seeing godless policies and, and godless ideas downstream from a godless song that's still elevated as an anthem. That's exactly right. Okay, let's look at the second verse. Oh, man, I love this song. You guys are jerks. I know. I hate flower conservatives. Man, (laughs) hey, sorry, man. We didn't write it. Okay, second verse is, imagine there's no countries. It isn't hard to do. Nothing to kill or die for and no religion too. Imagine all the people living life in peace. You know, uh, John Lennon had a saying uh, that he was saying, the Beatles were more famous than Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he got a lot of backlash for that. You know, in the day, I doubt you would get a lot of backlash, you know, today from it. You know, one of our most popular rock stars today, Little Nas X, just did a video where he's getting a lap dance from Satan himself. Uh, he has 666 on his shoes and and, and, some and, and and some blood put in every pair of Nikes that he gets. And there's not really a lot of uh, a blowback, you know, mm-hmm. for that. So, but this was in an era where mm-hmm. you said, hey, we're a bigger deal than Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um that got that got some pushback, but but this idea of 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 this humanist agenda, mm-hmm. we are a bigger deal than anything else going on. Let's talk about the country part, like no country. So it's a globalist kind of a feel, which that's what in times is all about. It's one world government. That's what they're trying to push right now. And so he was saying this at, at that time. Imagine there's no countries. Mm-hmm. No you know, national identity. Nope. No 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 tie pride in, in that. No whatsoever. tie into your individual culture. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine a world where there's nothing that you would fight over or die for? You wouldn't die for your children. You wouldn't fight to protect your children. I mean, you wouldn't fight to protect your own country. You know, that's pretty concerning. You wouldn't fight to protect your uh, religion, your beliefs. And not, not having a religion. So you think, oh, there's a lot of wars fought of religion. We remove religion and that won't be a problem. I guarantee the people pushing this agenda, mm. this is their religion. Yes. The humanist agenda. The the Humanist Manifesto, which came out shortly before the Communist Manifesto, is is the elevation of the individual, of the person. Mm-hmm. And they don't want countries because it's too hard to rule all these individual countries. It's easier if everybody falls under one law, yep. under one rule, under one leader, because then you control him. And then you got the whole thing covered. And this globalist agenda has been around a long time. You go back to the Tower of Babel. You go back to, uh, we were supposed to... Supposed to uh, it's not that we're not working together, but this idea of moving everybody just in, into one city and doing that, it, 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 it elevates man to a place we're not supposed to be. We're supposed to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's why God divided us by our yep. languages. We're supposed to be moving around the world and doing things. It, and yep. so it just kind of goes against an agenda that Satan's been trying to work as long as, of time. as long as man's been around. That's exactly right. And then finally, that third pillar that we wanted to talk about was the third verse, which is, Imagine no possessions. I wonder if you can, no need for greed or hunger, a brotherhood of man. Imagine all the people sharing all the world. Mm, written by a guy that's performing his music video in a, a mansion, mansion. Uh, multi, multi, multi-millionaire. 
Um, so there's just some irony there. There's a lot of irony involved in mm-hmm. all of this, but it's it's it, it, it's interesting to see this double speak, double standard from mm-hmm. people that that expect a lot from you. Like you should ride a bike. I'm gonna fly to the World Economic Forum on my G6. Right. Um, my Taylor Swift's you know uh, carbon footprint is probably bigger than uh, you know the town I grew up in. Right. You know, uh, easily. So uh, you look at these things and it's like there's this, you know, virtue signaling of uh, Gavin Newsom wearing a mask mm-hmm. for his press conference and forcing you to wear a mask or or you're going to be arrested. And then he goes to dinner in the French Quarter and uh, only the servants have to wear masks like it, like a Barack Obama's birthday party. Only the help, only the mm-hmm. servants had to wear masks, but not the elites. And that's kind of the agenda here yep. is you have these elites that this is what you guys should all do, but we're OK having stuff. Now, let's go back to what started in 1971 with Klaus Schwab. If you remember that Greg's, uh, the David said he wrote a book called The Great Reset. And in that book, he said, you will own nothing and be happy. And so, again, this came out in 1971. This song came out in 1971. And uh, that's their whole thing is you are not going to own anything, but you're going to be happy. And so his line there of uh, no need, no, imagine no possessions. I wonder if you can. And that's where they're moving towards. You look at uh, Yuval Noah Harari. If you've not heard of him, he's written over, uh, I don't know how many books, but sold over 40 million copies in the last five years. He's on the Tonight Show mm-hmm. and he's, he's he's listed as uh, as the prophet uh, mm-hmm. by uh, Barack Obama, Obama and, and he's advisor, an advisor to the World Economic mm-hmm. Forum. And you look at some of the things that he says you know, they're basically they want to move towards a place where you're going to be just numbed out. Your children and grandchildren are, are basically are going to have video games and drugs mm-hmm. and some version of them just being so dumbed down that they're not even going to be able to resist or participate in this global mm-hmm. economy. They are farmers in the house and everyone else is cattle yep. in the field. And so you think, well, how would people agree to something, you know, like that? Well, everything working together from mm-hmm. fake food and fake everything else to kind of change the actual DNA of people was working, but then the developing technologies that can get under your skin, make you surveilled yeah. and, and it's all working together. The collapsing of the dollar, the donations, yep. removing God is an agenda that this was the soundtrack for. Definitely. And as we, as we were going through this, I kept thinking, man, this, this sounds like communism, you know, that he's really pushing here. Well, this is interesting because, because we came across an article that we're going to put in the notes as well. But, um, Lennon actually was once described, he described the song as anti, he was describing it himself, just so you know, anti-religious, anti-nationalistic, anti-conventional, anti-capitalistic, but because it is sugar-coated, it is accepted. He said, it's virtually the communist manifesto. He half-joked. I'm like, wow. Okay. He was saying it himself. And this has become something that we play in our country. We play anytime that something happens, whether it be 9-11 or whatever, people come out as an anthem for our country. This goes completely against everything that America is based on. And he does want to hit that one more time. He said, but because it is sugar-coated, it's accepted. That is why we have to pay attention to culture. That's why the lyrics matter. That's why the lyrics mm-hmm. that your kids listen to matter. That's why the shows that you watch matter. That's why the lyrics that yep. you listen to matter. And, and if it's like, well, it's a catchy, you know, we, we were played this a few times, you know, around the studio today, you know, getting ready for this and, and everybody's kind of singing it, yeah, you know, it's you like, da, da, it. da, 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 you know, it's like, because it's a great well-crafted 
tune and melody. Mm -hmm. And 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 the lyric is is simple and subtle. It can sort of mean whatever to each person. But I'm going to tell you this: the person that wrote it was intentional, and he came up with a series of lyrics that came from his wife and her writings that had an agenda that was mm-hmm. in tune with what was going on in the atmosphere of the planet at that time, which was a demonic agenda agenda to break down the family, destroy the superpowers of the world, to reduce them to rubble and, and, and to work against mankind mm-hmm. and to give God himself the finger. That was the goal and the heart of the writer of this song period. And in his own words, people would have never accepted that, but it was sugarcoated and put inside of a great lyric. It's basically the communist manifesto. And I got Americans to sing it and champion it. That's pretty powerful. That is very powerful. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, you could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, belts, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It wouldn't, you couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you, even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com. 